Greetings, it's Jill Geisler once again from the Pointer Institute with a question. How are you doing? Are you feeling a little overwhelmed or a little overworked lately? I know a lot of great bosses who are telling me that. In fact, I'm working with a team right now, some of the best and the brightest in their organization, who were handpicked to help lead a reorganization. And a couple of months into it, they've done an effective job. They're proud of things they've done, but they're also starting to feel a bit exhausted. They're identifying things that really need to change, but they're not sure how. So I put a list of seven questions together for them, and I thought I'd share those questions in case they could benefit you as well. They have a lot to do with delegation and analyzing workload. So here we go. Number one, whose job is it anyway? Now, that question is a call for clarifying your role. What are the most important responsibilities you should have? What tasks have sort of gravitated to you because of tradition or some particular talent you have, or simply by default. You need to do an analysis and set priorities. Number two, when I feel guilty about delegating, what's the reason? Really great bosses often take on too much. They think that delegating is dumping on other people or confessing they're incompetent or slacking off. Well, I don't want you to have that kind of guilt. Be empathetic. Have a great work ethic. But take a look at what rationally other people can be doing that they're not doing now. Number three, do I secretly love certain tasks and don't want to let go? You know, I have to tell you, we all have things that bring us joy. Maybe they're not essential to our work, but we just love doing them. I'm not going to tell you to stop. I just want you to be clear-eyed that if you continue to do them, you need to analyze the cost-benefit ratio and be transparent about keeping those tasks. Number four, what do I have to learn to teach before I can delegate something? There are a lot of people who just keep doing the work because they don't exactly know how to train somebody else or they don't want to take the time. So you need to make that commitment. Maybe it means preparing a little training manual or setting up some time. But if it gets the work off your plate, it's worth it. Number five, how can I maintain quality over things I delegate? I know you're responsible and you're afraid that if you let it go, it won't be done well. Let me share a quote with you that I highlighted in my book, Work Happy, What Great Bosses Know. It came in the form of feedback to a great boss who effectively delegated to others. Here's what it reads. He never rests on his laurels and is always seeking ways to improve our performance, even as resources contract and the pressure on staff increases. He's not afraid to delegate. He stands back and lets you get on with it. But he's always close at hand, seeking updates on how the job is going, asking if assistance is needed. That's a pretty cool quote. And note that nobody said that great boss was a micromanager. Number six, what ambitions of ours are most helpful and when do we get too distracted by shiny objects? You know, this happens so easily. You're a high-performing team. Somebody gets an idea. You call a meeting. You start jumping into it with 100% enthusiasm. Later, you walk out of the meeting and say, what have I just taken on? Was this really worth it for the return on that investment? We have to, in those meetings, talk about how important this is, where it fits in our priorities, and how it's going to fit into our time management. Number seven, what can we kill without fear of capital punishment? 
Now, I saved that question for last, because if you're going to go to your own bosses and say we ought to stop doing something, they need to be confident that you really have gone through all of these other steps first, that you've analyzed your workload, that you've effectively delegated. You're not a whiner. You're not a slacker. You want to work in partnership to identify things that no longer merit your time and talent. And you can do that. Now, there's one more piece of advice I want to add, and it's important for any manager who wants to delegate to someone else. Don't just delegate responsibility. Delegate authority with that. Because, frankly, responsibility without authority, I think, is hell. You're held accountable for getting something done, but you can't make decisions regarding spending or use of resources or even nudging other people to help you. And that's important. So delegate responsibility and authority. Back up your people to whom you delegate. I don't want you to be overworked and overwhelmed. I just want you to be a great boss. So please check out my website, whatgreatbossesknow.com, our pointer website, pointer.org, and keep doing great work.